Welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar, and I'm happy to be here today to have a chance to catch you up on some of what's been going on in business. I, w- I have to say that after the last five weeks of interviews, um, I am a little stifled about interviewing anymore. I'm, I need a break. It's been terrific experience. I have uh, absorbed and learned so much from the first, the first three was a series with Valerie Connolly and talking about her entrepreneurial life and the development of her totally original musical movie that she's producing, a film that she is, uh, she's written, directed, I mean, she's put the whole thing together and getting, gotten it ready to be actually produced as a, as a full-length movie. Um, so that, that's, that's happening, and um, she was on for those three weeks in a row, and I thought that we've had some nice comments and good feedback, and people are interested in that. The, the movie called, at the moment, it's called Love Is dot, 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 and it's something that is a woman's point of view, but it is inspiring for women as well as men and families. It's a terrific, uh, it's a terrific story told with original music and some, and some great um, dramatic and humorous approaches. So uh, that, that capped to three weeks, and then we had Ron Graves on, who's the head of the Tuesday, oh, I saw it was the Monday morning Rotary um, in Cookville, Tennessee, where he, he runs the Rotary organization here and, and locally and has had 19 years experience in the outdoor billboard advertising business and was a high dive uh, entertainer, so to speak, and is a high school swimming coach. And, and he, uh, he shared a lot of uh, really terrific ideas on the differences between nonprofit and profit organizations and what his experiences have been about. We've also had that same kind of a look at Habitat for Humanity with Melissa Parks, who is the development director for Habitat in Upper Cumberland in Tennessee. And she, as well, had shared a number of very perceptive uh, uh, insights that can be used in our thinking about developing a business. I had some more today that I wanted to share about that. And this comes from some research reports that I thought would be very interesting to mention because they impact every business. Whether you are here or in uh, Oshkosh, it really doesn't matter. And this podcast goes worldwide. So it, uh, I'm going to give a little flavor of worldwideness in this report. But I'll tell you that we are looking at two things. One is that businesses need to take a new look at the senior market because the United States is growing older at the rate of 10,000 new 65-year-olds every single day, 10,000. And that so it's become a very lucrative market for a variety of businesses, according to the Association of um, Mature American Citizens. The Census Bureau says that millennials have surpassed baby boomers as the largest segment of the population, but older Americans seem to have more money to spend, and particularly if you include the 50-plus crowd. So put that all on one shelf off to the side, And on the other, I'm going to share with you uh, some Gallup poll information that uh, came about from Frank Miles on Fox News Report. Gallup poll update on the world's, now get this, emotional state reported that 
55% of Americans say that they've experienced a lot of stress in 2018. One of the highest rates out of the 143 countries polled and well above the global average of 35%. So let me go back over that one. The world's emotional state reports that 55% of Americans, more than half, say they have experienced a lot of stress last year. And that is one of the highest rates out of the 143 countries that was polled. Now, who is that in relation to? Uh, well, the, those other countries average 35%. The United States trailed only Greece, which was 59%. The Philippines at 58%. Tanzania at 57%, and the United States is tied with Iran, Albania, and Sri Lanka at 55%. Oh, 55%? That, you know, that's really, uh, I think that's an underestimate. My feelings are that it must be a lot more than that, and people just don't admit it when they're polled. <laughs> because uh, uh, at 45% of Americans say that they worry a lot. And 22% say they feel angry a lot. So we have 64% of Americans between the ages of 15 and 29 say they are stressed a lot. And 50% are worried a lot and angry a lot in this past year. 30 to 49-year-olds, 65% are stressed a lot and 52% worried a lot. 25% angry a lot. You know, these are not good figures. <laughs> so how do we get that way? I think that what I've seen is, we won't talk about politics here because I think that we all have a point of view about that. But, but I think what I see here is that the speed with which we uh, hear and absorb the news worldwide at any given split second of any day is astonishing. And that there's a tendency to be a sponge to all that. And I think that combined with the idea that many, if not all of us, or most of us, lose track of where we are from one thing to another during a typical day and get ourselves out of the here and now moment. And so what I really want to share with you is something we've talked about briefly before. I'm going to go into a little more detail about it today. And it has to do with following four steps that will help you think more clearly, perform more confidently, feel more relaxed, and be more productive more often. Now, doesn't that sound like something you'd like? I'm sure it is. Why, it, why don't we do it more? Because it's not just an intellectual topic. It is something that you can do something about, but most people either don't believe it or aren't willing to try it or are not willing to stay with it or they just want to diss it, you know, throw it off to the side. Ah, you know, I've heard of that before. Well, let me tell you something. I've taught this method of managing stress and being able to stay in tune with what's happening as it's happening to more than 50,000 people in the last, uh, I don't know, 200,000 years that I've been around, I feel like. 
But uh, seriously, I have done it with management training groups and classrooms and uh, college campuses and, um, you know, uh, uh, sessions with as many as a thousand people in the so-called audience and and had great results. In fact, most of those people that I can I can vouch for have turned around and taught this to others because it works. And so I'm at the second half of this show, we're going to focus on that. But it is something that you know will help you think more clearly, will help you perform more confidently. It will help you feel more relaxed, and you can be more productive more often because the most immediate thing going on in the whole world for you right this second is your breathing. Ah, but it is. And so if you breathe in a certain way, it will help you to be more focused, to be more relaxed, to get more done, Relax doesn't mean falling asleep. It means being more productive. It means that your brain is not being taxed with stressful things, with overindulgence in news reports, with, with uh, uh, you know, whatever else is going on around you that's stressful. Now, this is a technique I've taught, in addition to all the people I've talked about, also to first responders, because it's a terrific tool for Anyone who is a policeman, a firefighter, a first aider, a a nurse, you know, these are all high-stress situations, and people are dealing with other people's stress all day, every day. So here's what we want to talk about. This today is for you, the listener, the business person, the professional practice person who is looking for a way to... Uh, be able to do, be more effective in dealing with customers, dealing with employees, dealing with uh, investors, dealing with uh, the general public, dealing with other businesses, whatever it is that's going on around you, dealing, of course, with your family and your personal life because it has application everywhere. So let's, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and I'm going to give you the four steps that will really help you and I guarantee if you're if you're straightforward and you practice them they'll change your life for the better okay don't go away welcome back to business works this is Hal Alpiar and uh, I've already given you all the build up on this now we're going to talk about four steps that you can take to think more clearly perform more confidently feel more relaxed and be more productive more often what more could you ask on a radio or broad podcast. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's do this. First of all, I'm going to ask you to either sit or stand wherever you are. And don't do this, please, um, in the car the first time. If you're driving, kind of make a note of what the instructions are about or send me an email and ask for them. I'll be happy to point them to you. But but, um, if if you're not driving, I'm going to ask you to sit or stand. Put your feet flat on the floor. If, they're, if you're by yourself or with your family or your employees or something, invite them to join you, okay? Feet flat on the floor, hands at your sides, and the reason for that is because when you cross your arms, you cross your legs, you cross your ankles, you cross your wrists, you are in some fashion constraining the flow of your blood and your oxygen, okay? So... So we don't want to do that. So hands relaxed. They can be, uh, you can be resting on your, on your legs or at your sides if you're standing. 
Um, that's the first one. I mean, that, how hard is that first step, right? Okay. Now the second step. So now we got three left to go. Change your life for these next three steps. One, close your mouth. <laughs> You've had people tell you that, right? Okay, I'm serious. Close your mouth up and, and through your nose with your mouth closed, take a slow, deep breath in is what you're going to do. So it's in through your nose, but direct the air that you inhale to the bottom part of your lungs. So you can mentally push it down to the bottom part of your lungs so that like a baby breathes, your stomach sticks out instead of your chest. It's the opposite of the usual top of the lungs kind of breathing that most of us do. So, because we see it all in the movies growing up that this is the way we're supposed to breathe, this is the top of the lungs, you're supposed to look like a hero, keep your chest out, your stomach in. Well, that's nonsense. If you really want to be able to uh, have more self-control and, and be more relaxed in life and get more things done, um, try this first. So it's through your nose, close your mouth, take a slow, deep breath in, and direct the air that you inhale to the bottom part of your lungs so that your stomach sticks out instead of your chest. Hmm. That's the opposite of your usual top of the lungs breathing. So, And it helps if you put a hand on your stomach and a hand on your breast. So you can almost push your stomach in and let your chest pop out or vice versa as you do this. So you can hold the air in the bottom of your lungs for uh, a second or two and then shift it up. And then so you shift that up. Now we're in step number three. See how easy this is? To the top part of your lungs so that your stomach is in and your chest is now out. Now it's okay to be the hero guy, okay? Now, you hold it there for a few seconds, all right? Just a few, two, three, four, five seconds. Then loosen your jaw, wiggle it a little bit, you know, uh, tighten your lips, and exhale through your mouth in a slow, steady stream, as if you're blowing it into a balloon. So you want to be able to hear the air going through your lips. You want to do this so that the escaping airflow sounds smooth and has no hitches in it. So let's try that step again. So first of all, close your mouth, through your nose, take a slow, deep breath in, but direct that air to the, that you inhale to the bottom part of your lungs. So like a baby breathes, your, your stomach sticks out instead of your chest. It's the opposite of your usual top of the lungs breathing. Hold it at the bottom of your lungs for a second or two. Now push in with your hand a little bit to remind yourself and shift that air to the top part of your lungs so that your stomach is in and your chest is now out. And hold it there for a few seconds. Now loosen your jaw, tighten your lips, and exhale through your mouth in a slow, steady stream as if you're blowing it into a balloon so you can hear the air going through your lips. You need to be able to hear that. If you hear it coming out with little hitches, <laughs> like that, you, then you, you want to do this again because you want the escaping air to sound smooth. So the little <laughs> is a hint. It's a clue that you need to take yet another deep breath the same way, maybe two, maybe three. Um, you are not ever too old for this. You are not ever too incapacitated for this. It's good for any health condition. It's good for any age. So if that's been running through your mind, get rid of it. It's not the case. When you think that you've breathed out all of the air, don't believe it. 
because there's an extra little push or two at the end of each exhale. So when you've gone and you think it's all out, push some more and more, and you will surprise yourself that these extra little pushes are what makes this exercise work so well. Then right away, as soon as you push them out, close your mouth, repeat the whole process again. Inhale through your nose until you hear your exhale sound smooth and even and no more of those little airflow hitches. You see, it's those little hitches that, that are signals that you are still got a lot of stress going on. And so if you, if you want to be able to do this and make it work for yourself, you've got you to gotta really do it. You've got to stick with it. You don't dismiss it or diss it, as the kids say. You know, it, it isn't, it, it's not something to toss off lightly. It's something to try over and over until you feel like you've finally got it right. And it's okay. And, and you don't have to do this uh, in public. Um, if you're with others and they all want to do it, that's great. Give it a try. I've taught this to groups of a thousand people at a time, so it's not it's not a big deal. Let's try it one more time quickly. I will run through this. Sit or stand, feet flat on the floor, hands at your sides, no cross arms, legs, ankles, wrists. Close your mouth and through your nose, take a slow, deep breath in. But direct that air that you breathe to the bottom part of your lungs so that your stomach sticks out instead of your chest. Then you hold it there just for a second or two and then shift it up to the top part of your lungs so that your stomach is in and now your chest is out. You hold it there just another few seconds and then loosen your jaw, tighten your lips, and you want to be able to hear that air going through your lips. (sighs) And you want to know that it's escaping in a smooth way, that it sounds smooth, that there are none of these little <laughs> hitches in the air coming between your lips. So, because that's an indication that you haven't been doing, you haven't done doing enough of this and you could do more of it and that you want to get rid of that. That's the clue that it's not working yet. So you want to keep at it. When you think you've breathed out all of the air, don't believe it. There's always an extra little push or two at the end of each exhale. That is what makes the difference. That extra little push or two at the end of a good long exhale is what makes this exercise work so well. Then as soon as you get them all out, the right way, close your mouth and quickly repeat that nose inhale process until you hear your exhale sound smooth and even with no little airflow hitches. Um, let's remember, by the way, that as you would begin any new exercise, go slowly at first. Don't be alarmed by slight dizziness or coughing. In fact, if you smoke cigarettes, we hope you don't. But if you do, you might even see smoke come out, which is a clue that you need to circulate that air inside your body more often because that smoke is sitting like a cloud in the bottom of your lungs, and this is forcing it out. And that's a good thing. So don't Don't be nervous or worried about it. If you just return to your normal way of breathing, um, then then you can take some time off and come back and try this again. 
Body signals like these, body signals like these mean you could probably benefit even more than most other people by mastering this mother of all self-management methods. By the way, this is 5,000 years old. It comes from Hatha Yoga. It works for all ages and all levels of health. It has been adapted from Hatha Yoga after 5,000 years of proving itself to be worthy to fit today's business stresses and the lives that most of us live day to day. So you want to, one, practice. You'll soon be deep breathing like most athletes and performers do. If you ever watched a pitcher, every time they wind up to throw the pitch, just before they do, they take a deep breath. On the spot, under stress, and daily for ongoing good health without even ever being noticed. You can do that. Every deep breath you take increases your blood flow to relax your muscles. It boosts your oxygen flow to your brain to make your brain more alert. And it soothes your neurological system. Every deep breath you take increases your personal productivity because it increases your mental focus on the present moment, on what's right in front of you. Along with your pulse and heartbeat, your breathing is the most immediate thing happening in your life. Also, deep breathing in stressful situations prompts you to respond instead of react. If you respond instead of react, guess what? You are eliminating, completely eliminating, any risk of overreacting. If you're not reacting, you can't overreact. Hmm? Okay, so there's some good thoughts to share. Um, hopefully, you'll try them again on your own. If you want more of this, um, as I said, send me a note by email, hal at businessworks.us. Uh, I'll see what I can do to send you back the exact instructions in writing. I'll send you back an email. Um, and uh, you can share this with others. It's great for kids. It's great for adults. It's great for Older people, it's great for people with physical situations and ailments. It's great for high-stress you know, jobs and existences. And it's great for anybody, anyplace. It really will help you keep more focused on what's important, and, and, uh, uh, and it will keep you from overreacting. I'm going to wish you a very great week full of lots of deep breathing that work for you to help you do a better job every day in whatever it is that you do and that you will have much greater comfort in working your way to a position of happiness and enjoyment instead of stress and strain and feeling angry. Okay. I think that sounds like a pretty good trade-off. Take care. Have a good one. All my best to you.